Hey guys, welcome. 50 Cal Studios, I'm Bobby Day. I'm here with my special guest, Colby Allen. And we're talking all things suppressors today, correct, Colby? Yes, sir. I see you brought some stuff here uh, here to, for us to look at, but uh, before we get started with, with um, talking about the suppressors and the silencers, you are also the uh, the owner, uh, your wife, your co-owner, co, uh, <laughs> got a couple other uh, other folks in the mix here. But First Law Customs, correct? Yes, sir. You guys make uh, custom holsters right here at Center Target. Yeah. On uh, Saturdays for sure, right? Oh yeah. If somebody's got a special order or something along those lines. You you fulfill those. Definitely. Uh, if you guys get a chance, come by and check those those uh, those holsters out. These guys make some uh, spectacular holsters. All you need is your gun, right? Yep. Just bring your gun in. We'll take care it's of it. It's got a light, whether it's got an, a laser suppressor, whatever it's got, you got it fixed, yeah, right? Whatever you need. So okay, with that, want to get a plug in there for you, my man, I before we it. got started. But uh, today you got some stuff here. Uh, stuff here. For us to look at, and uh, it's uh, suppressors, silencers, uh, and, and I know you're a gu the guru when it comes to this <laughs> kind of thing. So, just kind of, if you would, uh, we're a class three dealer here at Center Target, mm -hmm. so we can we can get any of these things you want. We'll talk about the processes and all those things to get these as we go. But kind of tell the folks here what what you've got and and, and some of the differences. A lot of folks don't know about uh, suppressors or asking about them. So just uh, fill us yeah, in here. Yeah. Through. Yeah. School us here a little bit. Sure. Uh, so the first thing I brought was just, uh, it was my first can, uh, Fikes Tactical Buckwheat, sitting up front on the Mark IV. Uh, it's just a little twenty-two can, and those are a great way to get into it, especially if you're just trying to get your feet wet. Okay. Uh, so we've got on this this particular uh, suppressor here, thread zone, correct? Direct thread, yes, sir. Direct thread. So you've got a lot of different, when it comes to uh, to suppressors, to silencers, you've got a couple different attachment methods, correct, for uh or attaching it to the to the handgun rifle or whatever the case may be. That is correct. Explain some of those to the folks. This what you said. This is thread, so it's basically just a thread pattern. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. So generally, most most guns today are, are coming threaded, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, industry's kind of moved moved and realized that a lot of people are getting cans nowadays. Um, direct thread's awesome because it's super quiet. Um, however, you do have the option to do QD as well, especially on like a lot of your rifles if you okay. want to run a series of flash hiders or muzzle devices. Okay, QD would be just a quick, quick detach, attach, correct? Yes. And you just put it on. Put it's it got on. A three, it's got some type of a lug system that it goes up on, and you flip a little lever down, and there we are. And you're correct? good to go. Um, hot so, swapping. Uh, so if I'm shooting a can and I want to put it on a different gun, take it right okay. off, put it on the next. So pros to threads. Threads are, are going to be way, way quieter. Um, okay. Your gun's going to be, you know, everything's sealed up. Generally, the threads are pretty generous on a lot of these firearms. Um, so you get you get good attachment. Um, okay. However, it's not quick. You're gonna right. have to wait for that to cool down. Gotcha. If you wait too long, you can get carbon lock, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, QD just lets you hot swap. So if just I flip the switch and, and put, a, good put to a different go. one on. Probably bring an oven mitt. <laughs> okay, I got you. Now uh, oven mitt. That's something else. They get a little hot, don't they? Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, different thread patterns as well. For somebody that's interested in, in maybe making a purchase of one of these uh, suppressors, the thread pattern is important for them to know as well. Definitely, um, and I would recommend doing a lot of research uh, before you purchase a can. Really think about what you want to do, um, mm -hmm. because a lot of them will come with different adapters that you can buy, and right. they're not super expensive. Um, you know, so really, if you say I wanted to buy a thirty cal can and run it on a five five six when it comes to the rifle, um, generally I can buy adapters to adapt to those different thread pitches. Okay, which is another reason QD is really cool, because um, I can buy one set of flash hiders and switch between both. Okay, let's talk about this just a little bit. I know, uh, you know I'm asked this question a lot, is 
if I say I have a 22, or oh, let me back up. Say I got a nine millimeter. So I got mm -hmm. a nine millimeter handgun, and I want to run a suppressor on that uh, on that handgun. Will will the the I can't use a 22 suppressor on it, obviously, because the diameter is too big, too small. Correct. But I could use a 45. Correct. I could use a 45 suppressor as long as the caliber I was shooting was less than that. Correct? Yes, for sure. Um, and that's another. So I brought this rugged out from the floor just to kind of show. Um, the 45 ACP suppressors. So, that, that, this one? Yes, okay. this guy here. Um, and these cans are they're, they're well-priced. Mm -hmm. uh, they're good cans. They've been around for a few years. Um, so the good thing is if I wanted to put this on a 45, I've got a little piston in here that I can just thread it right on. I can go on rugged site or, you know, come to the shop. We can order one in. Uh, you know, under $100, I can get another piston, and I can all of a sudden run this on a 9 mil as well. Okay. Um, and so, so versatility is, uh, again, talk to somebody, do some research as far as, you know, you want to be locked in where I can only shoot 9mm or, or less. You know, if I maybe I want to shoot something uh, so, something bigger. bigger in it. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. So a lot of variables there. Now, uh, the uh, you we talked earlier, we were talking wet can, different things. Or, yeah, so. Explain that to the, uh, to the folks. So you'll get a. You'll get your first round pop a lot of times, which just means the gases are filling that suppressor up, um, and it's going to be a little bit louder uh, mm -hmm. decibel-wise, and you can hear it sometimes. Uh, if you put wire pull in gel, um, I've seen guys do it with water, that kind of thing. Um, put that in the can before that first shot, and it'll take that first round pop out. Okay. Um, super quiet. Subsonic ammo versus supersonic ammo. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so subsonic. Uh, so a lot of times what you're hearing is actually downrange. Um, it's the bullet breaking the sound barrier. And so if you do subs, that bullet never exceeds that speed, uh, and you get a much quieter weapon. Uh, that's the cool thing about 45 is it is subsonic out of the right, box. Right, right, right. Um, which is why I like 45s mm -hmm. so much. I, just because they're quiet, they're like, just inherently, I guess you would say. So well, you got some other stuff here, so tell us yeah. about it. Uh, so I wanted to bring out the Yankee Hills just because. The Yankee Hill is just the, the Yankee Hills. Yes, and... Uh, they're super. This is the Yankee Hill. Yes. So they're they're very economically priced. Um, you're not going to be, you know, that's I think that's the one thing that kind of keeps people from buying cans. Yeah, there's a there's a big misconception I think around a lot of people is that this is this is going to cost an arm and leg. You got all this tax stamp business you got to do. You got to. It's going to take months and months and months to get it done. Uh, actually, the cost of the of the suppressors, the silencers, isn't that bad. It doesn't have to be. Mm -mm. And you know what the tax stamp you got you got $200. that two hundred dollars, and then let's talk about this process here. Now I know we've got a kiosk here, and I think we're the only people in southeastern Kentucky, or the only uh, group definitely. in southeastern Kentucky that has a kiosk where somebody can come in. That machine basically walks you through it, along with some. You know, we got Joe Arnold, a lot of folks here at the uh, at the range that uh, that that you know are just know how know they know the, right. the way the, the the way to best way to go about this. But now they got some new stuff going on where they're supposed to be a lot quicker in theory, correct? Yes, the the e forms. Um, and I will say I love the kiosk. I've I've done it both ways. The kiosk is ten times easier because you come in, you you do your fingerprints here, you answer your questions here, um, go home, buy your stamp, you know, and it 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 just works. And uh, now there's supposed to be a, a ninety day turnaround kind of deal. That's I what, think there's just a little variation. They have to come into the store versus. Uh, Versus uh, uh, wait to get the call or something. But anyway, Joe Joe Arnold is is he's a, he's a wealth of knowledge with regard to that stuff, and he's the guy here at the at Center Target that 
pretty much handles that, and he can walk you through and talk you through that. But it's not that – I guess the bottom it's, line is not that complicated. It's super easy. I mean, if, you, if you've got patience and you're willing to wait, which with the e-forms, you know, 90 days, that's, that's much better than what we were seeing. Right. And, and we're, we're not going to go into, you know, the trust versus – Right. Uh, variables with, with, with regard to, to, to all this, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's very easy, very economical, and, and it can uh, – uh, you can do this – very reasonably, or it's like anything else, or you can spend a ton and ton of money, correct? Right, I mean, and there's so much more accessible than they used to be. Uh, you know, information's out there now. People are learning. Mm -hmm. um, just just making it simple and efficient. And the other cool thing is where we have the indoor range, you know, a lot of people don't get that. They put their can into jail and they're right. sitting there waiting. Um, whereas here, if I want to come in on a weekend, shoot my can while I'm waiting on a stand, I can do that. It's kind of like visitation rights, right? Exactly. You, you, you get one here at Center Target, you got visitation rights. You can come in and shoot it. we got to keep it, but, uh, you, but you right. can shoot it here. We did a segment here the other day on uh, the, with the 50 Cal and uh, the 50 Cal Studios regarding movies, myths versus, uh, you, versus reality. And I know you watch the movies, and you hear, uh, you hear somebody shot or some shots fired with a suppressor, and it's – yeah, I can't even mimic the sound. Yeah. But talk about the realism of that or, or the lack thereof. Yeah, so that's not realistic at all. Um, what people don't realize is the action of bolts moving is actually pretty loud. Mm -hmm. So you are going to get that. You're going to get, you know, it's going to be hearing safe for the most part, depending on caliber. Right. Um, but it's not going to be it's not going to be that quiet. So if um, I've got my AR-15 open and I smack it and it goes forward. That's that's that, way louder than people think it is. That, exactly, um, and and that's I mean at a minimum going to get that correct. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Um, and then with semi-autos, you're going to get port pop, gases coming out the chamber, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, the the closest you will ever get, and a lot of guys in in the suppressor community call it movie quiet. Mm -hmm. um, closest you're ever going to get to twenty two with subs on it. Right. Um, now I will say, you know, if I was outside, you know, if I'm standing here and someone's standing at the front of the shop, they're they're not probably not going to hear that. Right. Um, right. I've been at ranges before shooting the, the 22 with subs and uh, had guys come down and they're like, what are you hammering on? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's just my suppressor. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, again, the movie's uh, kind of throwing a curveball at us there. But, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it sounds cool either way. But, it's good for Hollywood. But, yeah. You know, we, we've been back here shooting a lot of times. I know you and I have, and no ears, no nothing, just going back and, and oh, it's a big a time and shooting, especially uh, 300 Blackout, you know, oh, Subsonic yeah. 300 Blackout. We had a big old time with that. God, I love 300. I saw yeah. Those 300 subs, those are probably the next best thing to 22 right. subs. So that would be a caliber I would look into very closely if I was getting a suppressor. So the folks that have plenty of money and just, just <laughs> all that, there's no problem. You just come in, buy one of each, and you're good to you're go. Good but to let's go. say somebody that's, you know, I really want to get into this suppressor world. I really want to get into this, uh, this, this, this market, but I am sort of limited on funds. So give me some – give these folks, the, the, that, that person – uh, advice on what kind of weapon you'd buy, what kind of suppressor you'd get, and what you'd be looking for in that package. Sure. Uh, so if it was my first can, you could go one of two ways. I mean, my first one was a twenty-two can, mm -hmm. um, just because generally they're going to be pretty cheap. You're not going to spend a lot on them. Uh, twenty-two firearm, generally pretty right. cheap, especially if you picked up like a used, like that one was a used Mark IV. Um, and it's going to get quiet. It's going to give you that, you know, that sense of like, oh, man, this, yeah, know, I can't absolutely. hear my shots. Um, the other option would be to go with something super versatile. So I have a Silencer Co. hybrid at the house, uh, and that that will go. That suppressor will do anything from 380 up to like 4570. Okay, um, which is pretty cool. You know, it's a jack of all trades. Now it, it's big, 
It's a little heavy, mm-hmm. but it does everything. But we're not we're not looking to uh, to carry this in in some form of a, uh, a concealed carry role or a no. uh, <laughs> an assassin role or anything like that. This is just to put on the 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 handgun and go to the range and just shoot and enjoy the quietness of of, of shooting. hundred percent. That's how fun. cool it is to shoot. Uh, and I guess that's the be- biggest thing. It's just cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just cool to shoot this. So you're looking, as you said, then uh, uh, twenty two. Is is typically traditionally one of the, one of the more okay. inexpensive weapons. Hundred percent. And then you can get into a really uh, uh, inexpensive, I would say, uh, suppressor for that. Mm-hmm. A couple, very, several, several models that we would classify as not being ridiculously right expensive. Uh, Two hundred dollar tax stamp. Then and do the paperwork, and and we're good to go. Ammo like, for the twenty two is really cheap too. Yeah, so. which which also helps. Um, you know, and if I'm in a short enough barrel, that that 22 is not going to achieve supersonic velocity either. So okay. you can kind of get into that. That'll help you out a little bit. Okay, so what what length? What 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 would you be looking for as far as length was concerned for this first setup? Something like you've got Something. here, and 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 let's get this thing back, back here out. Show these folks again. We've cleared them all. So this one has a what is that? Five inch. Uh, We're probably yeah. I'd inch. say probably four to five inch somewhere in there. And um, this is a this is a Ruger, Ruger Mark IV, um, and it's got the threaded. Yes, it came threaded from the factory, uh, half by 28 for most 22s. Um, and it, you know, it's simple. It is what it is. And uh, I can take this thing out and have a ton of fun with it. Okay, um, so yep. what's, what's this, what did this run you just ish, ballpark? So I was I was under $200. Okay, under $200 for this. This would be three, four. Yeah, three ish. to four hundred. Um, and then, of course, the $200 tax. And you're, and you're, and you're shooting. Uh, you're shooting, you're shooting suppressed. Then. You're you're off to the races. You're, you're, and and the ammo <laughs> is is fairly inexpensive with regard to, yeah. you know, relatively speaking. Okay, one other thing I wanted to talk about with regard to this too, which I just as I was looking at it here, kind of came to my attention, the uh, the sights. Yes, uh, that's a huge thing. Um, so this one doesn't look like that it's going to affect or hinder the sight p- picture, but I know that some of these do. Yes. So what are some options there? So I got a little bit lucky with this where, you know, the can's small, which is mm-hmm. good. Um, if you're going to go with a, like a center fire pistol, that kind of thing, generally you're going to have to get some, some suppressor hide sight. Okay. Now that being said, I have shot firearms with cans on them that the sights did not clear the suppressor. And it's doable. Right. Um, it's very doable. And now we've got, you know, the days of aim points, red dots. Red dots yeah, are huge. All those different. Uh, and most of the threaded, the, 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 the handguns we're getting in now, uh, that have a threaded barrel already have those uh, suppressor yeah. sights. You know, people are the companies are listening. They uh, are. It's 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 just great. And um, we can't keep we can't keep uh, those uh, th- those handguns that come in here that are threaded. Yeah, threaded barrels. People love them. Um, they're they're ready to go out of the box, which I think is what people want nowadays. They yeah. don't. You know, yeah. you don't. Less work I have to do the better. Exactly. I'm not sending my gun off or having to. You know. Something you you were talking about hand, uh, handguns as well that that would work in conjunction with this. I know uh, uh, Smith and Wesson made a little twenty two, yes. some automatic twenty two, that uh, threaded barrel, and I see a lot of those and, and and see a lot of these folks back here running those too. So it, it yeah. seems to be a pretty good. Yeah, they're everywhere, and uh, they they seem. I've heard that they do really well suppressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the MMP line has been around forever too, and uh, you know Smith's doing some good stuff out there. Okay, and let's talk rifles. Rifles a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, same concept as far as attach, uh, threaded, 
uh, QD, uh, the, the quick detach or, or quick attach, whatever you want to you want to call it, QA, QD. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you've got a ton of options. Uh, this I brought the Surefire out just because I really like that for a five five six can. Jim uh, Tech's got one out that's really cool. Uh, it's called the Halo, and it will attach to a regular A two flash hider, which you know you're paying five or six bucks for that flash hider. You know, and having a can that'll attach to that again, you're looking at some cost savings there. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the Surefire, you're going to have to buy Surefire's, you know, muzzle devices. But it's a QD can, which, again, I really like a lot. Right. Now, as far as accuracy is concerned, are, uh, have you noticed there being any uh, major deviancy as far as deviation when it comes to using the suppressor versus, uh, versus just the, 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 the weapon without the suppressor on it? You, you will always have a little bit of a point of impact. Because it's, it's affecting the ballistics, yeah. I mean. Yeah, and you're hanging something off the muzzle end of that gun. It's weight, you know. Right. Um, right. So what a lot of guys will do, if you zero with a can on, mm -hmm. um, generally you're going to be okay. And the other thing a lot of guys will do is they'll mark. So if I'm running, you know, a QD um, tri-lug, for example, mm -hmm. I run a lot of tri-lug. Um, if I mark on that suppressor, okay, this little white mark that I put on it goes at the 12 o'clock position. Right. Uh, my point of impact shift is usually pretty repeatable with a, with a good can. And so zero with that and you're good. Well, a, a good a good example of this, or a poor one, I don't know. It depends on which side of the fence you're on with regard to this. For me, it was a bad one. I didn't like it. But uh, in 2000, I shot in the World Sniper Championship and uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. And there were, I think, five teams that came from Singapore. Singapore Special Forces brought in some, uh, some teams. They were all shooting Accuracy Internationals with suppressors. Oh, wow. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, hey, these guys are. These guys are out. These guys ain't gonna do no good. And uh, one team won first place, and uh, another team won third place. So um, I don't know. It must not have affected their accuracy much. <laughs> I'd <laughs> or, say they. But like you said, they zeroed before they uh, before they came because it, no matter what you're doing, uh, you got to use the type of ammo. And, and if you if you change ammo, you got you got to zero. Keep as many variables. So man, you're you're Kobe. You're wealth of knowledge on this stuff, and you have uh, you've squared us all away on a whole lot of this. I'm sure we've all still got questions. If you do have questions, ask them. Ask them at the bottom of the screen. You know, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, like us, whatever all that. I don't even know what all that verbiage is, but anyway, you know what to do. Yeah, like and subscribe, I think it is. Brett usually does this, and he's so much better than me at it. It ain't even funny. Uh, now, I know we talked about, you know, just it's just cool. It's just cool to have one of these uh, setups. You know, a rig set up like this. I mean, even the setup here. Hold it up there one more time for me. That just that just looks cool. You know, <laughs> like you see, you may it. not have three or four hundred dollars, four or five hundred dollars in it, but it looks cool. You know, yeah, that's uh, that, it. that that's just cool guy stuff. But let's talk about it. Maybe I'm not interested in uh, in, in in being cool or looking cool or whatever. <laughs> what are some other benefits that uh, somebody that may want? I mean, don't like wearing earplugs, obviously. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> What's some other stuff? So one one big advantage to it is first-time shooters. Uh -huh. um, I've taken a lot of people out to the range first time, and the muzzle flash can be a lot for some people. It's a loud noise. Um, I throw one of these cans on there, and all of a sudden that muzzle flash goes goes away. It's contained in the can. Um, less recoil when you use a suppressor. Yeah. Um, it's taming that muzzle rise. And it just kind of it can be a confidence booster for new shooters. Um, make them, you know, if someone's trying to get into it, and they're a little bit like, I, I don't know about that, you know. I, I like that's the first thing I do is I throw my can on and I'm like try this mm -hmm. and generally that makes it a much more pleasant experience um, and for long time shooters you know if I've been to the range for for years now and 
right. you know, you start getting at home, and even if you're wearing Air Pro, eventually you're going to get the ringing. Right. And yeah. uh, so the cans help with that. Um, and hunters, uh, that's a big thing. It's Hunters have been buying a lot more cans here lately just because, they, you know, they're going out, they're firing one shot. They don't want to be. They don't want to have that tinnitus for the rest right. of the day. Right. Um, because yeah, you don't have many. I mean, unless you got some of those cool high dollar ears on. A lot yeah. of times I won't wear them just because <laughs> I'm. I'm afraid I'll miss something. Yeah. I'm like I don't of, believe this is going to work. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people do. They they don't. They don't wear ear pro when they're in the stand or out right. you know turkey hunting and throw a can on there and you don't have to worry about it as much, especially right. over years um, gotcha. of shooting. All right, man, is there anything else we missed that you uh, you can think of here? I know that there's tons of stuff, and I know that there's tons of folks watching this about, well, you forgot to mention this or you forgot to talk about it. Well, obviously, we're limited on time, and you guys got something you want to see more of or you want to add to this. By all means, chime in and, uh, and, and let us know. As we said earlier, like and subscribe. As we get to uh, certain milestones, our owners have told us that we're going to be able to do drawings and those type things. Uh, for uh, They're going to do some giveaways. Uh, you want a suppressor, you want a silencer, come in and talk to the guys here at the range. Uh, we've got the kiosk here. Toby's here uh, at least one, two days a week most of the time. Yeah, and, and I think uh, everybody's got my number. Yeah. So. And, he's, <laughs> and he's set up back here on the on the back, too, making holsters. So if you say, I don't want I don't want a suppressor, I'm good, you got to have a holster anyway. So either way, <laughs> he's, he's your guy, and he can answer all these questions you got. Joe Arnold's another wonderful resource we got here. But, uh, guys, we appreciate it. Always well, a pleasure, you. my man. Uh, always a pleasure. God bless. Talk to you soon.